So hello everybody, just want to welcome you to this Blab, Live Blab, and we're going to be talking about how to use live video streaming to market and support a Udemy course. So just to explain what's going to happen, we're going to have an opening section. I'm just going to run through the basic principles of, of using a live video and some basic things. And then we're going to open it up. There's going to be a hot seat. You can jump in and talk to me and Dave. Um, you know, Dave's got a, a course on Blab and uh, live stream marketing on Udemy. And you can also learn a little bit about that, my Udemy Advanced Udemy Marketing course, because I teach people how to use Hangouts in the same way. So we've both got courses that cover this subject. So I just thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to sort of open ourselves up to people. But what we're going to do, I'm just going to share a link into the sidebar. Um, just see if that works. Okay. So if you click on that link, you're going to be able to follow the notes that I'm actually using. And you can also get access to a PDF resource there, which is all the notes from this show. Um, and you can use it then to plan your next live stream event. So strongly recommend you grab there. That's in the side. So where are we going to start? So before we get going, we just want to... We just need to establish some of this some of this stuff, guys, you'll know. But I just have to go right back to basics in case someone is not familiar. So just hang in there if you think um, this is a little bit basic because we will get into some heavier stuff as we go through. So there's different ways you can use live stream video to support a market Udemy course. And we're going to help you understand some of the different techniques you can use. So before we do that, let's just understand the different platforms. Now, I've differentiated them by two types. There's interactive live stream and there's broadcast live stream. So there are two different types you can use when it comes to um, doing uh, video, when it comes to do live stream marketing and support for your Udemy course. So interactive live stream so there's there's lots of different platforms out there but the two that people mainly know about are google hangouts and blab and obviously they're interactive because people can engage then you've got broadcast live stream there's a lot of these out there and that could be youtube live Ustream, periscope meerkat there's lots of these different things there's more popping up every day but what we want to talk about today is educational marketing so it's going to be really important to create engagement the ability for a viewer to ask live questions is really, really important. So if you want to get that inter interactivity and you want them to buy into your expertise, then an interactive live broadcast is going to give you a better opportunity. And you can use it to support Q&A sessions, uh, deepen relationships with potential future students. And you're going to find the interactive live stream is always going to work better than broadcast live stream. So... One of the things we have to understand before we go any further is we need to clarify some marketing terms here. And there's something called educational marketing and there's something else called content marketing. And people often mix the two up. So when it comes to Udemy marketing, we want to understand these because you're going to realize which one as we go through this is best to use. They're often perceived as the same thing, but there's a very subtle difference. So content marketing, which is much more well known as a term, that actually is focused on creating useful and interesting resource, whereas educational marketing concentrates on creating educational resource. So a good example of that 
is content marketing is the top 10 fastest supercars. So that's an interest subject. Someone would create that content because they maybe want someone who on their website who's interested in supercars and they've got a business based around that in some way, shape or form. So top 10 fastest supercars is not educational in the sense of true education. It's interesting, but it's not going to be something that someone's going to use to learn. So an education, educational marketing example, for instance, is how to change your spark plug. So if you do some educational marketing, you're showing someone how to change a spark plug, then that's very educational in nature. And then you can see the difference between that and top 10 fastest supercars. And remember, guys, follow along with the link that I posted in the side here because all these notes are there. Now, because we're selling online training, educational marketing is where we need to focus, not content marketing. So we need to look at educational marketing. We need to understand some things. So why does educational marketing work? You see, when someone's looking to learn something, they're going to search for that information. And if you can help them by educating them for free, you can bring them into your marketing funnel. The real power of educational marketing, however, is in the free-pronged educational benefit that the potential client receives. Number one, they're educated about the subject matter, so that's what they came for. Number two, they're educated about your expertise on the subject matter, and that's where it starts getting really interesting. And number three, they're also educated about your teaching style and personality. So if you engage in educational marketing, you develop awareness of your own expertise and you also create that relationship while delivering educational content for free to a potential customer. And interactive live streaming is a powerful way to create this engagement. So, <clears throat> excuse me. There's different ways you can use interactive live streaming as an educational marketing tool. So some of the methods is you could do a live Q&A, you could do some live coaching, you could do panel discussions, you can do an Ask the Expert session, expert interviews. And with each of these methods, the key is to make sure that you generate interaction with the viewers. So some quick tips on how to create interaction. Number one, we're going to acknowledge our audience by name as they join your live session. Number two, we're going to make sure you acknowledge and answer all questions. And number three is open up a hot seat. Allow people to jump in with comments and questions. And number four, really important, keep it on topic so that you do not lose the audience. So there are some of the things we can do when we're trying to create interaction. But we want to plan our session. When we use educational marketing and we do a live stream event, there's some things we want to do in the background before we actually even go live. So one of the first things, we want to create a landing page. Now, I've just been pointing you to a, a resource page. I'm asking you to go there and get the additional information, the educational information you're listening for. So if you build your resources for the event, create a unique landing page that you can direct people to during the live session, they can access a useful resource that complements the live show. And this is what we're doing right now. The other thing we want to do is we want to create a PDF resource. You can create other resources, but in this instance, a PDF resource is a very good way to go. So you can create a PDF resource, and we've got one in this uh, session so you can go and have a look at that and you can take that away from the show 
but you always want to put that behind a newsletter sign up so there's a value exchange and then the next step is you want to promote your event so there are a number of things you can do but here's a quick checklist of the basics when it comes to promoting your event have you emailed your newsletter list did you send out a udemy promotional email to your course students did you share on social media and did you share in groups and communities when you have permission to do so so once we've done all that we've come to the end of the session we've we've got everything we're going to repurpose our content so we want to add video and audio to our resource pages afterwards. Now, remember, this is the same resource page that people are using during the Hangout or during the Blab. We now take the resource we've got and we put that on that page. Now, the reason we do that is because for the SEO value, not only do we have people clicking on that page to go to during the live Hangout, we've picked up some SEO juice there and we've got a boost of traffic that Google will clock. Then what happens is when we put the content back on that page and then notify people again all those people that missed it or want to come back and watch it again will see it and also now that's sitting in search so we've got a, a really strong piece of content and me and Dave will open this up a bit later we talked about this as well the other night so some quick tips you know the hangout video when you create a hangout it automatically goes to your YouTube channel um, you do need to download the video to extract the audio. So the little tip there, Blab's a little bit different. You're gonna be sent an email with a link to your video file and audio file, and you won't need to upload the video to your YouTube channel, and you will need to upload the video to your YouTube channel. So in one system on Hangouts, you get the video automatically sorted for you, but you have to sort the audio out. And with the other one, it's the other way around. You, they do split the audio for you, but you have to then host both of those on Blabs. And like I said, guys, we're skipping through this quick because we want to get to the Q&A section where you can jump in and, and, and get involved. But go to the link, check that out. So Hangouts versus Blabs, some pros and cons. And remember, guys, ask any questions about anything we're discussing tonight when we open it up. So the Hangouts, the pros for the Hangouts. Well, it's full 1920 by 1080 HD, so it's a much better quality uh, presentation. And you can brand it. You can put logos on it and stuff. It's very difficult to do that in a, in a Blab. Screen share in Hangouts, you've got full screen share. You can do a workaround in Blab, but it's not true screen share. And the Hangouts as well, you can have up to 10 people in the, on the panel on a standard account. If you've got a business apps account, you can have up to 15 people. The other thing is with this, you get full integration with Google Plus Events for easy promotion. And not many people are familiar with the power of Google Plus Events. Basically, if you create a Google Plus event that's indexed instantly by Google, so that means you're, you're already starting to create links back and people can find it. And obviously, it's integrated with YouTube and Google Plus. So the cons, what's the cons of Hangouts? Well, it can be a little bit technical for new users, so you have to make sure they arrive 15 minutes before. Um, usage, if you need to have a large panel on each screen share, then Hangouts is the most suitable. And I heard someone mention today, most of the webinars that are actually out there, people don't realize, are actually hosted through Hangouts on Air. And people put skins over the top of them. So the Hangouts, are, you know, a lot of people have been talking Hangouts down since Blab's come out, but... It's a different animal. It's very heavily used. It's just not necessarily as easy to share as Blabs. So what's the pros for Blabs? Well, it's very simple for participants to join. 
Um, the live discussion panel works very well. The one in Hangouts is terrible. It's integrated with Twitter, so now you're going to reach a different audience. And it's very easy for participants to invite others into the live stream. Cons, no screen share capabilities, and it has a low resolution video format. So if your audience is unfamiliar with live streaming, then blabs are probably going to be easy for them. So I just want to wrap up with some closing thoughts here, guys, and then we'll open it up. So top marketing tip, give your audience an opportunity to buy additional products and services. Don't be frying to ask for the sales softly. It's a simple way to do this is put a Udemy coupon offer on the resource page itself. So if you carry on scrolling down this page, you can see I've got a very soft sell on the bottom of this page where you can buy my advanced Udemy marketing course. And that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. So the other thing we need to remember is that in the closing thoughts is being an online educator is about more than creating courses. We have to make sure that we're accessible to our current students and potential students. And by using interactive live streaming as an educational marketing and course support tool, we can reach out and help those who are looking for help, both those in our courses and those outside of our courses. It enables us to offer that interactivity is missing from online video training because it puts the teacher back in the classroom and we mustn't pass over that too quickly. There's, there's one thing to take a course, it's another thing to actually put yourself in front of someone to start interacting publicly. Um, so it also enables us to prove our expertise to those that are looking for help and are willing to make the next step towards paid content. And remember, educational marketing by nature is free. And we have to remember the SEO value of this type of marketing. So by planning and creating resource for our events and then adding our video and audio to those event pages, we can ensure our content can be found in search over a long period of time and draw future potential clients into our educational marketing content. 